We all know that I love making and recording my own podcast. Loudmouth is my heart and soul. But what's even more fun is that it's easy to do. And guess what? (laughs) You can do one too. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Because it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and anywhere else you can listen to podcasts. You can make money from it with no minimum listenership. It's literally everything you need to make a podcast right there in one place for free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Loudmouth Podcast. Happy Wednesday. I'm your host, Madison Hadler, the one, the only post, the only post, the only host of Loudmouth Podcast. Um, I hope you guys are doing good. It's hump day. Once again, we've come around to that day. Today has honestly been so draining. I feel like I sat in front of a computer screen, which I guess I normally do. But I feel like for extra long today, I just sat and stared at a screen and had to be in a bunch of Zoom meetings and all that stuff, which I genuinely like Zoom meetings because normally I can just like, you know, not really care and look at my phone. That's terrible. I shouldn't say that. But usually that's what I do. But these meetings I had to actually, you know, pay attention and like care about it. So that was annoying. But I mean, it's not really annoying, (laughs) but it was just long draining and I forgot to wear my blue light glasses and I always get a headache when I don't do that because again, all I do is sit and stare at a computer screen, but I hope your Wednesday is doing good. Today, I have a very special guest on. I say that about all my guests because all my guests are very special, but this girl I went to high school with, her name is Maddie Schaefer and she started getting, or she got into astrology and started posting about it on her Instagram and then created a second account called Startsy Art. I'll have it linked in the show notes, of course. Um, But basically, her whole account is to make astrology just more accessible to people and a little bit easier to understand. And we all know my love of astrology. We see my magical Mondays. We see me pulling cards, talking about new moons and shit. And so I just really wanted to have her on to kind of talk about how she got into astrology, um, how she does her horoscopes because she does personalized horoscopes and things like that. So this is kind of a good episode if you're wanting to get into astrology a little bit more or just kind of, you know, understand the basics of it, even if you don't want to get into it. This is a great episode to kind of talk about some of those things. And I highly recommend that you go follow her account and get to know about it a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited for you guys to listen to this. I recorded this, we recorded this literally last month. Um, I'm finally kind of catching up to all those things that I had pre-recorded. So I hope you guys enjoy. Just introduce yourself to the class. Just say a couple things about you, what you do, why you're here, all that stuff. (laughs) Sweet. Um, Well, I'm Maddie Schaefer. I currently live in Kansas City. 
Um, I am a licensed social worker as like my real daytime job. And then um, I'm, I guess, just like really into astrology on the side. Um, I have two little dogs. Their names are Earl and Larry. I love them more than anything. And um, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's me. So let's get into it. So first of all, like what kind of made you get into astrology or when did you get into it? Kind of tell the origin story of it. So I guess I I would have to go back like early in my life because I've always growing up been very, very spiritual Mm -hmm. um, and like really connected to like the spiritual side of me. But because of like how I grew up and where I grew up, the only way I knew how to connect to that was like religion or, you know, Christianity. And so um, when I grew up and I guess like my views changed and beliefs changed um, and I kind of lost that outlet, I guess is the best way to put it. um, I started to notice that while like, I'm very like pro therapy, pro medication, like all that stuff. Um, while all that was going well, there was still a part of me that was like missing something. There was a part of me that needed that spiritual connection again, but I had no idea where to like put that into because all I knew growing up was like religion. And so one day it was actually like the pandemic and like quarantining got me like really isolated. And I was like, shoot, I need to get this figured out. Cause I'm so bummed out right now. And yeah. So I live right by a library. So I like sprinted to a library and like went to their spiritual section and just started reading on a bunch of like ancient wisdoms and like philosophies and all these other like spiritual practices that are not organized religion. And um, that's kind of, I never considered astrology to be in that category, I guess is the best way to put it. So when I learned that it was, I was like, okay, what's astrology and then when I started looking into it I was I just I really connected with it and I really um liked how it helped me and so I just like dove right in and got obsessed kind of so (laughs) yeah I feel like the because I mean same on many levels of just like growing up very religious based like Christianity like went to private school you know all that fun stuff and and then I kind of got more into astrology and spirituality and I felt so much better because it was like touching that side of me that did like you know being in touch with myself and being in touch with my like emotions whether it was like through God or through you know the full moon or whatever it is (laughs) and but I like that it was more like on my own pace like I feel like going to church and stuff was not what I like to do. And so I like that I can learn astrology at my own pace and learn however much of it I want and incorporate like however much of spirituality that I want in my life and not feel guilty about it, basically. A thousand percent. Um, And I did, I liked how it can be used in so many different ways. And like, depending on what you're needing at that time, you can you know, use it. You don't have to use it. You can ignore it and life goes on. And that I liked that as opposed to kind of with religion, it's like, if you don't do this, like bad things will happen. And I just, 
I felt way more connected to like the planets and the moon than I do with like a book. <laughs> yeah. Whenever people make fun of astrology or whatever they say about it, I'm like, mm-hmm. you can choose not to believe it. Like no one's shoving it down your throat. And yes. Like, <laughs> and I feel like with religion, it can be very much kind of shoved down your throat and people mm-hmm. make you feel bad for not believing it. And it's like, how is that good for anyone in this case? <laughs> And I was one of those people too, who growing up, I honestly like didn't think astrology was real. Like I was one of those people that was like, thought it was just something made up. I honestly thought it was like a newer concept. I didn't realize the history behind it and like how far back it went. Um, and I literally thought it was like, it's your sun sign and that's it. And maybe you get like a fun little horoscope and that's it. But I didn't know it went so deep and there was so much to it. And so once I got over that barrier, then I realized how um, connected I am to it. Because when I heard my, so my sun sign is a cancer. And so Mm -hmm. like knowing like the stereotypes of what a cancer is and like super emotional and moody and like, cry baby. And I was like, that does not feel like me, like maybe like 10% of who I am sometimes. Like, sure. I will sob if I see like a cute video of like a little duck, but I'm not like emotional in like my friendships or anything like that. So that part of it, I was like, ah, this isn't my, my jam because I only knew the sun signs. And so once I saw all the other parts, I'm like, Oh, this is me. Yeah. I think, um, so so, like you'll post weekly horoscopes, um, (laughs) usually. And I think one time on your weekly horoscopes, you said something about like, this isn't to like predict the future or something like you like Mm -hmm. made kind of a disclaimer on it about how it's like, it may not happen exactly as it like says, but these are just kind of like what the stars kind of might be guiding you towards or, and you said like, there's more to you than just like your base, your basic sun sign. Like Mm -hmm. there's more that you can feel connected to. Yes. And I felt when I first started getting into it and I was reading horoscopes and I started to realize that some of them are very, like they kind of act like fortune cookies almost where they're like, you're going to wake up on Monday and, um, like birds are going to be chirping and you're going to have a really, really good day. And then, so I wake up on Monday and it's stormy outside and I just have a crappy day. I'm like, okay, it's not real then. And so I did, there are some horoscopes out there that I feel like are, their intentions aren't good. Like they're not coming from the right place. They are kind of acting like fortune tellers, Mm -hmm. which isn't really what astrology is. It's just, Hey, these are how the energies might impact you on certain days. Like hey, you might want to stay away from like hard conversations because you're going to be more emotional on this day or, um, you know, this day you might be super productive, but like if you're going to be super productive on that day, but you sit on your couch and watch TikToks all day, like obviously it's not going to come true or it's not going to seem real. Um, So there is a part of astrology that I like where there's, there's still free will in it. Like there's still you have to still go out and engage with the world, but mm-hmm. it kind of helps guide you into, into certain ways you can do that and like make yourself better, I guess. Yeah, kind of like with manifesting and things like that. Like people are like, well, I just, you know, I wished it to come true. I put it on a piece of paper, like, 
um, saying that this is going to happen. Why hasn't happened yet? And it's like, okay, well, have you like put in the work to have it happen? Because like the universe doesn't work unless you do too. Like you have to meet it halfway. You can't just sit on your butt and then be like, oh, why isn't my business taking off? Like, well, if you aren't putting in the work to it, then of course it's not going to take off. I found more with like spirituality. It's like finding like the magic inside of me, which sounds so cliche, but (laughs) it sounded like such cheesy movie, but I feel like it helps me become more in touch with like myself and what I can do kind of for your account, for your Instagram account, what made you decide that you wanted to create an Instagram account and how do you do it? How do you keep up with the horoscopes and things like that? I wanted to kind of make a place where people could kind of dip their toes into astrology because I, when I started learning about it, I was really passionate about it. So I knew I was like going to go head in, but like, I can see how it can turn a lot of people away because it is like very complicated. And, um, there are so many different things in astrology that people can learn about that. If you just kind of like went to an astrology page, you might be overwhelmed because there's just so much going on. And so I wanted to make a place where it was just kind of as simple as possible, but like guided you to learn more, um, if you wanted to. So I didn't want it to be too complicated. I didn't want it to like scare people away. Um, and then I also got an iPad that like, I loved starting to draw on. So it just like all came together at the same time. Um, and I didn't have like a specific goal with it. Like I was just like, Oh, here we go. And so I've been (laughs) kind of like shaping it as I've had the page and, um, the horoscopes have been super awesome. Cause I love writing them, but there's so much work. <laughs> yeah. I can <laughs> like, like how, so how do you go about writing those horoscopes? So I will look at like the charts for the next upcoming week and like the planets and how they're going to progress. And then you have to go through each sign and basically it's kind of hard to explain. Cause it's just like a lot of math and like degrees and mm-hmm. Um, looking at the relationships and there's certain names for different relationships between planets. And so it's just like, Hey, you're, let's say like, okay, this week, like Mars is entering the fifth house. So like Mars is all about energy, like your physical energy and like your fifth house is um, all about like uh, your relationships and um, friendships, I believe. And so like understanding how that energy is going to impact somebody as that planet progresses and just like going through the whole week. And it is a lot of work. And I honestly wish I did like monthly ones instead, Yeah, but they are a lot of fun and I learn a lot doing them. So it's just, it is a lot of work. But lot. Yeah. Especially as it. like your side hustle, not yes. like your main job. <laughs> So where do you look at the birth charts? Like, how do you get them? Are they? I use a couple different websites. My main one is like cafe astrology, just to get the chart, mm-hmm. um, which that's actually a really good place for people to just start. Cause they explain your chart really well. Um, and then I believe the website that I get the ones for like progressing through the week is called Astro Seek, I think. 
Okay. Um, it's just like a, it's a bookmark on my um, computer. So you don't actually, yeah. <laughs> so I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but um, it'll just show me like the progression of planets throughout the week. And um, so that's how I get them. I am learning how to draw them. And so like, I will chart people's and it's really fun. That's also a lot of work. Yeah. And a lot of math, which like, I hate math. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I really chose a really good thing to get into because it, astrology is a lot of math, a lot yeah. of like degrees and relationships. So yeah. That's another thing whenever people, you know, discredit it or whatever, it's like, well, it's based in math and it's based in a lot of like science. Like you can question it all you want. That's fine. But like, how can you totally discredit this like way of teaching? this way of yeah. learning like and at one point it was like actual science to some people like it was back in the old times like a, a very credible science and um it is called a pseudoscience now so but if someone's looking for like something based fully in fact like no astrology is not fully based in like science but I see it more as kind of like poetic like a interpretation I don't think everything we do has to be completely backed by science but yeah but like everything in life is supposed to be up to your own interpretation because you are going to experiencing thing experience things way different than somebody else and if something like if astrology if you see something on your horoscope that relates to you then great like take that but if it doesn't relate to you like you don't have to take it as a fact like it's okay yeah people can't ignore astrology, but like it impacts people. And the way, the first time I really recognized that was like as a social worker, you know, and I'm in and out of like the healthcare field. And I work a lot with like law enforcement and all this stuff. And everybody seems to recognize that like the full moon impacts yeah, like people, like there is no like question of that. It's not anecdotal. Like, okay. Like you can ignore astrology, but like you're going to have quite the day on that full moon. Yeah. So for someone who like wanted to start getting into astrology, like what would you kind of recommend for someone who wants to get involved in it a little bit more, but it's like overwhelmed, which is very <laughs> easy to happen by all the things that it kind of entails. Yes. Um, I think the best way to dive into it is to know your personal birth chart. Um, and you don't necessarily have to dive into like the full birth chart and all the houses and all the planets. Um, but I would definitely dive past your sun sign. Um, most people know their sun sign and they kind of understand the general, um, like characteristics of their sun sign, but most people are like, okay, that's not all me. So I like to introduce people to like their big three mm -hmm. when they first start getting into astrology, because it gives you a little bit better of a picture of yourself and your big three, that would be, um, your sun sign, your moon sign, and then your rising or ascendant. The, in order to get those though, you do have to know exactly when you were born, like the time you were born and where you were born. Um, so I know that some people don't have access to that information. And so that's kind of the unfortunate part, mm -hmm. but I think that's the best place to start because it gives you a little like roundabout picture of yourself. Um, and then you can go way, way, way deeper than yeah. that. What are your favorite things to do within like astrology? 
Yes. So my, I love explaining people's birth charts to them. I don't like do readings or like official, like charge people to read their birth charts just because mm-hmm. I'm still learning. Like I'm in no way an expert. And yeah. usually when I meet people, I'm like, all right, when where, when were you born? Like, let's go. And I just like run through their signs. I'm like, this is you. And this is how you act. And, um, I love like seeing how people like find themselves in their birth chart. They're like, oh my God, like that is so true. That's one of my favorite things is like Mm -hmm. showing them their, what their planets are saying about them. Um, I think, yeah, that's, that's kind of my favorite way to use it. So whenever you first kind of started getting into this, whenever you told people, or I guess now too, or whenever you talk about it to people or however you go about doing that, have you ever gotten any kind of like backlash or anything like any uncomfortable conversations around it or anything like Um, that? I would say like the most uncomfortable that it's ever gotten or just people are like, well, like this is just really vague. Like you can apply it. Like anyone could hear this and apply it to themselves. And so that I was like, this isn't vague though. Like this is a very in-depth explanation I'm telling you. Um, so that's usually the pushback I get where it's like, they think it's fake because it feels very like vague and you're just saying a bunch of fluffy words to yeah. like anyone can apply to themselves. But, and I think mostly it's because I've kept it in like the people I know. Mm. So I haven't got a lot of like really uncomfortable backlash. They're usually yeah. just like, oh, it's just Maddie and (laughs) like let her go on but um and I also have a bunch of friends who are just as interested in it as I am so that helps but I have heard that uncomfortable like this is just fluff yeah it's definitely entered the mainstream more especially knowing like your moon and your rising so Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a definitely easier nowadays to kind of discuss that with other people because yeah. they'll usually like be like yeah I've like heard of that or yeah that kind of applies to me whatever it is yes and I've had conversations with people about how like is astrology a religion is it a belief like what is it and I feel like you know you can be a Christian and believe in all of that and still believe in astrology because it's truly just like the planetary bodies and the impact of the energies that they have on us. And I feel like it's nice because it doesn't really clash with like people who have religious beliefs. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, they could be like, well, you know, God made the planets, I guess. And so. Yeah. Um, and like I said earlier, I feel like a lot of it has to do with how like about you, it has to do with yes. like how you do things. And so I feel like that goes, I mean, good along with other religions because it's doing the work within yourself to you know create great things for yourself and yes. make a better it doesn't life. like cut anybody out yeah which I like it doesn't um if you believe in certain things it's not gonna like shut you out so yeah I think that's a cool part of it yeah so we kind of talked about the full moon and stuff earlier a little bit about that but are there can you kind of go through like a full moon, a new moon, and kind of explain just like basic things about what those mean? Yes. Um, So the best way to describe the full moon and the new moon are like 
full moons are very much about like the end of something, the end of a cycle. Um, a lot of people will do like full moon rituals or do a lot of manifesting around the full moon. And, um, you know, if you're really into like crystals and ceremonies and things like that, um, a lot of people do them during the full moon. Um, and also the new moon. I feel like the new moon, at least from what I've gathered, like in learning has become a little bit of like a newer, not as many people did like new moon rituals. A lot of people were focused on the full moon. Um, but it's interesting because like, so the full moon, it's about the end of the cycle. It's about if you're setting goals and intentions during the full moon, it's like ending things or like moving on from things or, um, whereas the new moon is like birth and like the start of things. Um, so the new moon's a good time to like start new goals or start new habits or, um, you know, like meet new people, start new relationships, things like that. Um, and depending on like what sign the moon is during those times, you can kind of take that and learn about like how specifically it might impact you. Um, so like if it's in Pisces, it might be more related to like your spirituality or if it's in like cancer, your emotions, kind of things like that. So a little bit earlier about how we were talking about how it doesn't like leave anyone out of it. Like one time I was talking about meditation at uh, my serving job. And I was just saying, like, I've been trying to meditate for like five minutes every morning, just so that I can kind of like start my day out with like a clear brain, you know, everything like that. And I said that, and my boss was like, was like, yeah, I don't really believe in meditation. And I was like, what? I was like, what do you mean by that? I was like, it's not really like a belief. It's just a thing. And he was like, he's like, yeah, well, like I'm really religious. So I just don't really think meditation like is a, or like, I don't, I don't really think it works. And I was like, well, you know, like praying is like a med a form of meditation. Like you're unwinding, you're like letting things out of your brain. You're, you know, you're speaking yes. through things like you're having a quiet moment with you and God, or just you, if you're just kind of like saying things out loud. And he was like, yeah, I guess that's true. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, just cause you're Christian or whatever he was, I really don't know. doesn't mean that you can't meditate. Like meditation yeah. is not like a specific religion. It's uh, just a practice. It's something that you can incorporate in your life to become better, like in tune with yourself. But I was like, what does that even mean? <laughs> yes. No, I've, I've gotten that too. And then I, I've noticed too, that like, I feel like meditation, especially in like the state of the world right now, like everyone can benefit from. And you see that these, like they, they have these apps now that it's like, uh, what's it called? It's like calm or something. Yeah. And you can like literally just like do breathing exercises or they just like talk to you in a really quiet voice and you like clear your brain. And it's like, that's also kind of meditation. Yeah. Like, it really is. It's just a practice and different religions do like do it differently. And like, mm -hmm. there's different, um, I guess like rituals that they put into it, but at the end of the day, it's, it's just quieting your mind and like connecting to yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, um, I think, well, whenever I first started like getting into meditation this year, like I've done it before I tried to get into it. Like when I first started therapy, I was really trying to like 
get into meditation, you know, just kind of letting myself be with my thoughts. But mm-hmm. um, I kind of let that go. And then this year I've started it back up. I got, I have the Headspace app and they do like a daily meditation, like, and it talks about something and then you just meditate uh-huh. for like three, five, 10 minutes, however long you want. And so I've been doing that because then I don't have to like think about meditate, like it kind of guides you through it. Yes. Um, but I, well, one thing that I kind of would get mad at myself for is like, if I didn't do it right, if I like didn't do the meditation, right. Like my thoughts aren't clearing. Like I'm not really meditating, whatever it is. And then I saw this post of a girl that I follow who's like a spiritual uh, person, spiritual influencer, I guess. <laughs> um, she was like meditation. Like if you're doing meditation and your mom, like your thoughts wander or whatever, it's like, okay, you're still meditating. Like as long as you bring yourself back to like your mo, like the moment you're in now, like she's like, stop being so hard on yourself. Like no one's mind is going to hundred percent clear all the time, especially if you aren't like, if you just do it, you know, daily or a couple times a week or whatever it is, like takes a lot of practice, but she's like, just the act of you actively trying to like be quiet and calm yourself is, mm-hmm. is good enough. Like stop putting so much pressure on it. And yes. that changed my life. Cause I felt like I just kept putting pressure on how I was supposed to be meditating. Yes. I feel like we all, in a lot of things we do, like think there's one right way. And then, you know, we, if we do it wrong, then like, dang, it didn't work, but that's not the truth at all. And it's really just like where your mind takes you. And, um, you know, if you are having a meditation session and like your thoughts are everywhere, like let them go everywhere. Like let them, let them do what they need to do, let it out. And then you'll feel better. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. I feel like we do, we do that with everything. We just feel like, yeah, especially I feel like sometimes I feel kind of like an imposter with spirituality and like astrology and stuff. Cause I don't know everything, but I know, you know, a good amount of things. And then I look at like other people that I follow. I'm like, oh, they're doing so good at like knowing everything and like learning more and stuff like that. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like it's your own journey. You don't have to compare it to someone else's. Yes. And that's literally how I felt when I wanted to start my page because I would like, I hate Facebook with my whole being, but I would join like Facebook groups about astrology Mm -hmm. and they would feel very much like if you are doing it wrong or like you're like, there was very much like a, I don't know how do you like judge. They were very judgmental about like the Mm -hmm. way you did things and that didn't feel right. And so I was like, well, okay, that doesn't feel good. And then I started meeting some people through Instagram who they weren't approaching it the same way I was, but they were like very accepting of like where you are in astrology. And so I was like, I don't want people to be turned away because they felt the way that I felt like, wow, I don't know everything about it. So therefore I can't even be a part of it. And so that's, that's where I wanted to like help people like, Hey, you don't have to know everything, but like you can learn, you can learn a little bit here and there and like, it can help you. Yeah, exactly. So what are some things that you do to kind of keep up with your spirituality or like, what are things that you've incorporated, incorporated in your life since kind of getting more into astrology and that kind of world? Well, I think the pandemic really like helped me set a schedule because I am like, I work from home now. Like Mm -hmm. 
I am alone a lot. So that was really easy for me to be like, okay, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to meditate in the morning. Um, I, you know, read my chart for the day. And um, so I've been able to establish like little habits here and there that has kind of helped me keep in touch with it. But even with that, like I struggle some days, like there's some days where I'm just like, I don't want to meditate. I just like want to watch TikToks. Like I don't, (laughs) Like, I just don't have the energy for it now. And something that I've noticed in like reading my charts is that some days, like, I'm not as spiritual as I was yesterday. Like some days I'm not as connected to that part of me as I was last week. So um, I think if you force yourself to like do it all the time, it might not become as meaningful. So it's really, you want to make sure you're in a good headspace or like, even if you're in a bad headspace, like if it's making you more stressed out to like do these practices, like maybe step back a little bit or change the way you're doing things. Or, um, it's really about becoming in tune with like where you are and what you need that day. Yeah. And so that's, I have my little habits, but like, I'm not perfect. I don't, do them every single day. Yeah. And that's just with (laughs) anything too. Like, yeah, you can practice it and still mess up or still take a break sometimes. Like, so whenever you're looking at a chart and things like that, are there kind of some basic, I guess, kind of like going through the planets and stuff, are there basic Mm -hmm. things that you can kind of talk about for people kind of wanting to get into astrology that you can kind of like drop some knowledge on just kind of like your basic you know, if you're looking at your chart, what are some basic things that you would tell someone to look at? Yes. So I guess the first thing I would look at are the planets in your chart. Um, and I mean, to this day, I still have to use keys. So like, don't feel like you can pull one up off the internet and like know exactly what you're looking at. But, and so I would first look at the planets and know what each of those planets represent. So like, And so like your sun, that's going to be like your ego, yourself, your personality, your moon is going to be like your inner emotions, your desires. Um, Mercury is going to control like communication and um, like how you talk to other people. And then we have Venus, which is all about like love and harmony. But then Mars is all about um, like your physical energy and like sexuality and initiative and things like that. I won't go through all of them, but like you go through the planets and then see where they fall in your chart. So that would be the houses. So if you're looking at a chart, each pie piece is essentially a house and each of those houses have their own meanings too. So the way it was explained to me in a really good way, and I feel like I'm going to butcher it right now, but it was, it's like, if you're soul is like a TV or like a show, like a movie or something. The planets would be the characters. Okay. And the houses would be like where they're acting. Okay. If that kind of makes sense. So like your first house is like your motivation, your well-being. Second house is all about like resources and finances third house is like siblings (laughs) like there's each house has its own thing so say um Mars I keep going to Mars because it's like I just read a whole thing about Mars the other day 
so like Mars is your planet of like action and like physical what's the word like your physical uh movements and things like that so your sixth house is all about like health so say Mars is going through your sixth house you're probably going to be more in tune to like exercise or you know get your body moving and so that's just kind of how somebody can read through their chart is see where their planets fall in those houses and then like find out how they're acting in those houses okay so that's like whenever like whatever time you were born at like where that planet was in a house like at that certain time okay and then there's also so like your natal chart is the it's like the screenshot basically of the second you were born okay um and of where things were positioned so that chart never changes that chart stays the same and you can understand that chart and see kind of themes that you're going to see throughout your life and then there's the um I don't know the name for it, but it's like the chart that moves, like the transit chart. So that's just how the planets are moving right now. And so I can go look at what the chart is right now and relate it to my natal chart. And then that'll show me like, if I have a lot of planets in my natal chart that are in my fourth house, my fourth house is like home and like family. So like, and that's, that's true of my chart. So like, I am really oriented to like home and family. And so whenever I look at the transitive chart and there's specific planets that maybe clash with the planets that are in my natal chart moving through the chart, then it's like, okay, maybe I might have some conflicts in my family life or Something too that helped me like envision a chart a lot better. And this may be hard for like people who are listening, but so the chart is a circle. Mm -hmm. And then if you look at it, there's a line that goes straight across. Okay. So that essentially like represents the horizon when you are born. So you're going to find your rising sign, like coming over, I guess, like the Eastern or the left side of your chart. Okay. And so that was the sign or planet that was moving over the horizon the moment you were born. And so that kind of helps me envision like what they're saying when they're like, oh, Jupiter's like in this position and Neptune's in this position. It's like, that's the horizon. So like everything above you is like the sky above you. Okay. And then everything below on the bottom side of that circle is essentially like on the other side of the world. Like it's like the planet kind of. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, that does make <laughs> sense. Yeah. Everyone, like you were saying, everyone earlier, like pretty, everyone knows their sun sign. Like that's pretty much a fact that everyone kind of just grows up knowing, but there's so much deeper than just that. There's so much deeper than just your birth chart. There's like chart of the world and what's happening then and then the chart of like people who are in charge and how that like goes with the world and all that stuff and it's like a truly you can deep dive and get so confused and lost in it like (laughs) it can be very overwhelming yes and there's even like you can go as far as to like not even just the planets but like comets and like asteroids and like other and that is I'm not there yet yeah no (laughs) I feel like sometimes spirituality in general can kind of come off very privileged and very Mm -hmm. like they do, they ignore 
some of the societal impacts that people go through and like yes we can be spiritual people but like there's also a whole world going on around us so it's like I I do struggle with that sometimes to like remind myself like hey I am in like a position of privilege in areas of my life so I'm like okay I can't judge others based on that like because they don't believe in astrology because like bad things are happening in their life or you know what I mean like yeah I feel like there is a there's a level of spirituality that I think that needs to change I think they need to incorporate more people's experiences and the societies that we live in yeah um but yeah and not to get (laughs) even you know more political about it but I also feel like there's a big um community of and it's because it is like a privileged thing to be able to sit here and like learn about your chart and like you said earlier know what time you're born and where you were born and all Mm -hmm. that stuff like there is like a privilege to it and I feel like that's why we see and I'm talking about this as a white woman myself so it's like but I feel like we see a lot of white women come up and they're like great influencers on the astrology scale and that's Mm -hmm. great for them and whatnot but I feel like a lot of the time because they get, because they have the time, they have the privilege to be devoting their time to doing, to learning more about it and creating a, you know, whatever it is, YouTube or whatever. And it's Mm -hmm. like, there are so, I've tried to make it more of a conscious thing to follow like women of color in astrology and spirituality because, well, one, their ancestors are the ones who literally created like, like they are the ones that dedicated their time. Like they were the original which is if that's what you want to like attribute it to. Um, but they're like, whenever it's a, whenever I listen to like very famous well-known white women talk about like their crystals and stuff. And they're like, yeah, I started meditating with this. And all of a sudden all this money came in and it's like, okay. Like, it's like, <laughs> and they're like, they're like, if that job's making you feel bad, like quit that job and just do what you want to do. And I'm like, okay, let's take into account. Like, Uh, everything else (laughs) yes no I fully agree and that's something too that I I used to follow people that I've started to realize okay you are very privileged in your views and I have made like an active effort to follow more people of color who are astrologers and um were there any books that kind of changed your mindset on like everything or books that kind of like changed how you looked at spirituality and got you more into it or just books that you would recommend or people or podcasts whatever it may be not just books yes because when I first started like diving into all these like um practices and religions and things I didn't consider astrology one of those so like I didn't seek out information about astrology at first Mm -hmm. and so I was reading it's called the four agreements you might have heard of it I feel like it's a lot of people people who have listened to this podcast know that that is (laughs) one of my favorite books my therapist recommended it to me actually like a couple years ago yes so that was one that I read and I it completely shifted my view on like not just astrology like it didn't point me to astrology but just like spirituality in general and like our our positions in this world and yeah really it shattered a lot of like views I had before reading it yeah um so that book is what like pushed me in the direction um and then 
the stars within you it's by juliana mccarthy and she breaks down the birth chart and it's like a it's a lot shorter than most books like my go-to book right here it's parker's astrology it's like freaking it's like a textbook like it's huge but it was it's a shorter book and it's like an easy read Mm -hmm. um so that one really like opened me up to astrology and I think because I started with that one and it does break down the birth chart I think that's why I started with birth charts and reading them and writing them and things but um those two are like my go-to books Mm -hmm. and then um as far as podcasts I only listen to one and she only does episodes every once in a while but it's called the Neptune Rising podcast okay um Is there any advice that you would give to people who are starting to get into astrology or, you know, anything that you can kind of offer them up? I know we kind of talked about earlier, like looking at your big three and stuff like that, but Mm -hmm. any kind of blanket statement that you could say to somebody who wants to start to get into it? Um, I guess just don't feel overwhelmed. If you feel overwhelmed, like don't, don't let that scare you because it is overwhelming and there is so much to it, but I, I think every single person should at least like take a look and like at least dip their toes in just for a second, see if any of it resonates with them because, um, it is really awesome. The information that you can get from it. And I feel like it can scare people away really easily because there is so much to it. Um, and if somebody in your life really believes in astrology, like, and you don't like say you completely think it's just completely fake like let them have that you know like (laughs) don't ruin it for them but yeah no it's it's really like impacted my life a lot and so I feel like a lot of people um could have that same impact if if they just like keep their minds open yeah what's kind of one thing that okay this is gonna like sound silly so if you can't really think of it just (laughs) but like what's kind of like one thing within spirituality or something that you've learned like throughout astrology or about yourself that it's kind of like changed the way that you either view the world or view yourself or view other people around you like there's a a lot lot. (laughs) (laughs) but there was so I was reflecting on this today because I think I was trying to think of like how has astrology like really, really helped me? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm the kind of person who like, I feel like I always have to be working on like everything about myself mm-hmm. all the time. Like I need to be eating better. I need to be, you know, doing more of this. I need to be reading more books, like constantly everything at the same time, I feel like I need to do. Yeah. And so astrology has really helped me like, see okay right now like let's work on this part of our lives or like let's work on our communication with my coworkers, and like I don't really have to focus on I like eating I guess like eating healthy like, yeah I guess you can always <laughs> you do, do need that, to but, eat, but <laughs> yes you need to eat but I would like pour all of my energy into everything at the same time and it like really was not working out yeah and so I think the best impact that astrology has had on me is it's shown me like we can work on certain parts of our life at different times and like I don't have to constantly be that person and it's very apparent in my charts uh that I do always want to be like the most perfect version of myself which like 
is never going to happen. But, yeah. um, like that's what has helped me. I feel like, and that's something that could help other people too. Like you, you don't have to work on everything at the same time. You can, uh, you can exercise a little bit more this day or, you know, be a little bit more spiritual on this day. So that's helped me grow a lot as a human being. No, I like that. Especially earlier when you were talking about like, you don't have to be a 100% spiritual every day. And you like, if there are days that you don't want to like look at your chart and you just want to scroll on TikTok, like you're not going to limit yourself like that. You're not going to be bad at yourself if you do that and stuff like that. And yes. I think that is a very important part about spirituality or just like learning about yourself in general, whether it's with religion or not. It's just like, yeah, that's just like a growing thing. That yeah. Like you everyone don't I to, think needs to, Yeah, you don't have to put it into crystals, but we'll tell the people <laughs> where to follow you at and your main account or, and your, um, astrology account or either, or whichever one. (laughs) Yes. So you can go follow just my astrology account. (laughs) My personal one's not very fun, but, um, it's startsy art. So it's like star and like artsy, but one, one. And And I'll have it linked in the show notes and everything. So people can just click it and go straight there. (laughs) But yeah. Um, I appreciate you for agreeing to do this and everything. It was fun learning because I know a little bit, but not much. So I'm excited to learn more and yeah. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. Bye. Bye. And that's a wrap on that. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, talking a little bit more about beginning astrology and just kind of talking about all the different things that go into it, about meditation, everything like that. And just know that you can dabble in literally whatever you want to dabble in. Um, Don't feel like you have to kind of... I know that I can feel this way a lot. I feel like I have to kind of conform to the super hippie, you know, star-loving, watching hippie little bitch. But you can incorporate whatever you want out of spirituality as much as you want. Don't feel like you have to stick to this certain oh, I have to put my crystals out during the full moon. And if I don't, then I'm not a real, I'm not really a spiritual person or whatever it is. I feel like so many times we get caught up in this, like, oh, I need to, if I'm going to do it, I need to be all in about it. And that's just not always the case. You can do whatever you want, dabble in whatever you want and research whatever you want. Uh, You know, as long as it's culturally appropriate and you're not appropriating other people's cultures because, that's not that's not cute to do. So definitely do it in a way that is respecting other cultures and, you know, trying to genuinely get it and incorporate those things that you can in your life that are meant for you to incorporate into your life. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. Make sure you go follow Maddie and her Startsy Art account. Um, I will put it in the show notes. And if you guys ever have any questions on you know, how to kind of get started with astrology or just understanding it. I am no expert by any means and Maddie is no expert by any means either, but feel free to reach out to either one of us. We would love to get you some resources and things like that. And yeah, I love you guys. Make sure you follow me at loudmouthpod on Instagram. You can email me loudmouthpod1 at gmail.com and go get your merch link in my bio. Super cute, super fun, super flirty. Um, Basically, when you buy my merch, you'll just look like a hot bitch. And why? Why would you not want to do that? 
All right, I love you guys, and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.